What is up, guys? Welcome back to Rip City Rundown. We've got another podcast coming a day early this week. We'll probably be dropping more podcasts just on random days throughout the next couple weeks as Blazer News is at an all-time high, and I can't wait until Wednesday to post right now. So we're going to talk about today. We've got a lot to discuss, that day meeting that went down, the Joe Cronin statement, how we think about that, some free agency stuff, some topics, and regards to trades could who, who could we trade for who, who what is going on with the blazers is really the question we're going to try to just give our opinions on that i want to thank my bookie before we start this video is sponsored by them of course you guys know by bookie they're our sponsor when it comes to sports betting you can use code rip city at my bookie you can bet on baseball soccer tennis tons of sports going on right now even though it isn't basketball use code rip city to get a welcome deposit welcome bonus up to a thousand dollars that is Code Rip City. You can click the link in the top of the comments below. With that being said, we've got a list of things right now. If you're watching on the video, we've got so much to talk about. West, where do we start? Well, I think you summed it up perfectly. Um, first of all, I don't know if you mentioned this or not, but we are in Montana right now. Did you mention that? I did not. We are in Montana. We are in Montana. Cody, you'll be joining us in a few days. That's why we are outside if you're watching this uh, via YouTube or video. Um but yeah, just overall thoughts right now. I think we should start with Damian Lillard. Um, you said the big question is what is going on with the Blazers? And honestly, for the past 10 years and right now, Damian Lillard is the Blazers. Because without Damian Lillard, this franchise is nothing, honestly. So let's start with him. Uh, he met with Joe Cronin, I believe it was uh, yesterday. Um, we can get into quotes and stuff. Um but it's interesting because from my perspective, at least, you know, not, us three, we're not exactly um, extremely plugged in NBA circles. We do our research. We we know what's going on. We have our sources. Time, but we're not. Yeah, we have our sources, um, but we're not primary sources. We're not in the action. So we're kind of like y'all sometimes where we're just reading uh, quick reactions from people. And it, it seemed pretty dire yesterday. It, it felt like like um, the point was coming to where Dane was going to ask for a trade and it ended up not being the case and Joe Cronin doubled down and committed to Lillard and personally I like that because I want Dame to be a blazer um but at the same time just this whole process has opened my eyes to just you know there is another option there is there is an alternate universe there is it's not even an alternate universe there is a reality where Dame is not in a blazer uniform so that's just been been me in the past few days Cody yep um First of all, just you're not outside. Your inside looks like a my screen, but very interesting background. We have like a army Swiss truck and a bench press and some tools. Uh, very interesting choice of background. But uh, anyway, look forward to we're seeing do, you guys. We're, we're doing a little indoor outdoor action right now. It's outside in front of us, inside behind us. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to see you guys in a few days to talk about some blazers. Um, so anyway, when it comes to Damian Lillard, it is just very interesting um, Joe Cronin initially said when he was first a GM, when he first got hired within the first probably month of being GM said that his goal is to build this team around Damian Lillard. And it was interesting to see all his decisions, like not doing anything at the trade deadline, not doing anything during draft day and still standing behind that word as of his press conference, um, a few days ago after the draft. So that's really interesting. Um, his actions are not correlating and overlapping with his words, which is very interesting. But there is still time. Free agency is just around the corner, and a lot of things are going to happen in the NBA the next seven days. So I don't think we should judge him until 
that is over, and then we can give an honest reaction to the whole offseason as a whole from there. I completely agree with that. I think I am still a little frustrated nothing happened, but we'll get into why nothing happened. And I just want to go ahead and put this out front. These were reports from Woj earlier today. He said that Dame, as of now, does not want out. The Blazers want to re-sign Jeremy Grant. They will be very active in the trade market over the next coming weeks. And he also said they expect Shaden to take a big jump. Um, I think where we're at is this this Dame meeting and this report that Dame has not asked for a trade. I don't think that means 100% that Dame is here next year. I think this is just Dame giving more time to the Blazers because at the end of the day, he still really wants to be here. But he also realizes that the Blazers might want to choose a different direction. But as of now, it looks like the Blazers are still going to try to build around him. And the Dame's going to say, okay, I'm going to give you what I should give you. I'm going to give you your full offseason, and I will judge you come, say, August 1st. So we're we're very early in this. I'll say that. Yeah. Um, and let's go ahead and discuss this meeting. Uh, so Joe Cronin, like I said, said that they are fully committed to building around Dame. And if you're watching this, and we've said this too, if you're watching this, you might ask yourself, this guy has literally not done a single thing that he said he would do, which is to build a team around Dame with veteran help, with size. Right now we're young and we have no size. And he's, he promised veteran help and size. And as you know, Wes likes guys with size from that. You know, we, we don't have to get into that right now. But the, the point of the point of Pride the, month is over. Sorry. Okay, buddy. Let's keep going. Never mind. Just keep going west. Okay. But basically, here's uh last uh, sorry, after the draft night, we did an emergency pod and we were all very emotional. Um, we were very upset at Joe Cronin, and we have every right to be, but we were upset at Joe Cronin because he didn't make a move. And I'm gonna push back on that a little bit. I'm gonna switch it a little bit to yes, you should be upset at Joe Cronin, but it should be more about him not being able to deliver on what he promised as opposed to doing the wrong actually thing. doing making a move or not because let's be honest there were reports that paul george was was available for scoot straight up i think that's a horrible deal paul george is 33 makes more money than damon is injury prone like from uh health of the franchise perspective joe cronin did it did the right thing where he messed up is promising too much and that's i think a lot of people have come to that consensus um and again he has time like cole said he has time and dame is giving him the time and, you know, if I was taking bets, I would say that Dame is a blazer. I think he's just over the past few years, the rhetoric and the language and what he stood for. I just maybe to his own fault, he's dug himself too much of a hole there. You know, I, I don't know. Um, but I think he's going to do everything in his power to stay, which, by the way, the Blazers are so lucky that they have this top 75 player who wants to be in that city and they have to give him help. You have to give him help. When's the next time we're going to get a top 75 player of all time? A. And B, one that actually wants to stay in Portland for his career. I mean, it's unbelievable. Well, what, apparently, what um, well, apparently people think that player is going to be Scoot. And, yeah. Um, okay. I don't know. We just can't. I don't want to get in. Can't promise that. Actually, is that a. Well, well okay. you, let's. Cody, yeah. you go. What were you saying? Um, Not kind of related. I was just thinking of last summer when Joe Cronin was first our GM, the moves we made, the timeline. If I'm not mistaken, Jeremy Grant. We got, I want to say, was it, it wasn't, it was before the draft, but it was a couple after, days before the draft. It was before the draft. So I guess if we're comparing last year and this year, I guess more was done last year in a way. Cause like, I yeah, wasn't as of exactly, this day, yeah, I would agree. I wasn't exactly thrilled last summer after the NBA draft with what 
with the moves that we made, but I remember going into the actual NBA season after free agency was done with our roster, even though we were a 13 seed and we're the third worst team in the West, I remember feeling pretty solid going into the season. Um, so I just want to repeat my, I guess, thoughts from last summer and just give us time once again, because to get too emotional, to call Joe Cronin a bad GM too early is just not fair to him. But I will admit, I mean, even though he was put in a bad, a bad situation last season, I think last season was strike one, in my opinion. But that's just me. Well, can I, let me say one thing quickly. Um, if we're going to go with a baseball analogy, here's here's my analogy for that. Yes, it was strike one, but it was such a difficult pitch to hit because they're trying this two timeline thing. They're trying to go young and compete now, and they're trying to thread the needle four days, which true. I appreciate. But it's it's like stepping up to the plate and facing Shohei Otani with a blindfold on. Okay, like it's very difficult. You're gonna swing and you might miss. And you know, if you have a blindfold on, I don't blame you for not swinging because it might be a ball. You know. <sighs> so the point of the the point that I'm trying to make is that they're they're making it very difficult for themselves by not committing to a timeline. So it's gonna be. 99% of the scenarios are going to be considered a strike, at least to fans, because it's the, there's so few guys and so few scenarios where the Blazers actually successfully. Okay, won. okay. I'm um, sorry. A, a 13 seed, that's that's pretty bad. Well, that now, bad. if you're competing, look, I don't want to get caught up in the seed because after about 60 games, we were trying to lose. You know, obviously, I think if we had... I guess. We could have made the plan, I think, if you actually grinded it for 82 games. But you know you don't want to do that because you wanted assets. Because Joe said he would trade the pick. What happens? We draft the pick. Yeah. Um, the whole the whole reason we lost so many games is because we sat down Dame because we told Dame, yeah, if we you sit down, if you don't play, we're gonna get a really valuable asset that we will use for you. And again, I think Joe was put in a tough spot because there the deals probably weren't the value. Like it, I said this to West the other night. I was like, it's almost like a curse. Like as crazy as that sounds. In Damian Lillard's eyes, that we went up. If we had the fifth pick, I think we would have valued that fine, and we could have we would have been fine with parting the fifth pick for, say, Pascal Siakam. Now, whether that makes us a championship contender or not, that's another conversation. But I think we value this third pick so much because Scoot Henderson rightfully is this so. great prospect, rightfully so, that we fell in love too much with the pick. That it was just. It was a tough situation because no one was giving up their entire franchise for Scoot Henderson. And it stinks because Scoot plays the same position as Dame. And we'll get into if Scoot and Dame can play together because that's another conversation. But you just, there's just so many ways we could go with this right now. I don't even Someone's know. Someone's got to go. Someone's got to go. Exactly. And we can get into that. Simon's is, yeah. It could be so many people. It could be Simons. It could be Sharp. It could be Scoot. Like, this is not our starting lineup Dame. when the season opens up. It could be Dame. This this is it's impossible. There's no way. And you know, I remember after the draft, uh, it was Jody Allen and Chauncey Billups and Joe Cronin were all, I believe, on a FaceTime call or something with Scoot saying, Oh, well, we can't wait to have you here. Of course we're gonna say that for everyone, but it's just like the reality is someone is gonna leave. Like this is not the starting four guard lineup that's going to take place, which is just interesting. It's crazy to think about. So someone's going to be out the door here. Yeah. Probably in the next week. Um, 
Just I, w- I want to get into that for sure. I'm going to say one more thing about the Dame meeting and just the whole situation. Uh, the the big thing that really made this like real that Dame might leave Portland is just the, the optics were so bad because first off, front office goes against what they said. Sec- like Second of all, Dame's just out of – he's in Paris. He's not communicating with the front office. There's kind of a disconnect there for the first time because Dame you know, expected moves to be made on draft night, and they weren't. So, of course – now people are like, Dame's not talking to them. And then the, on top of that, you draft what people who aren't Portland, ca- the casual NBA fan, the Heat fans, for example, they think we drafted his replacement, which we might have. Who knows? Yeah. But just the optics there of, you know, n- you're, you haven't given this help, this man help for 10 years. You're promising him one thing and doing the other. And the, the other thing that you do is drafting his quote unquote replacement. I'll be pissed if that was me. I'll be very upset. But yeah. Um, that's just, um, yeah. Okay. And here's where I land on scoot right now. And it, you have to think scoot is being put in the worst situation. Not it's not like, it's a bad situation to be in right now for scoot um, to the public eye, because he could have just gone to say new Orleans. If say we traded the pick or if we, or Charlotte or Utah, just random teams that could have traded up and it would have been his team. And I feel like half the blazer fans out here, us included, or not us included, actually, or people would think it's us, are, like, hating on Scoot. And in reality, I don't think people are hating on Scoot. People, we're directing our frustration to the front office. And it's not even because of the move they made. Again, it's just because of just the optics. It's because of what they said. And I know that Joe Cronin can't come out and say, well, we actually might have a deal that could make us really good and getting Scoot is really good. So... The worst, the, the best thing you can do is just wait until yeah. July and, yeah. 10th and see what our roster's at. Yeah. And if I, if I had it my way, I would want to keep all, all four of the guards. I love all four of them. I think they're all great players, but you know, this isn't a guard league. And of course you can't play with four guards. So look, it's, it's this, the yep. people who want to trade Dame, the people in the trade Dame camp, obviously they love Dame. If they could keep him, they probably would, but they think it's best for the franchise slash as time's over. We just think Scoot and Dame are a little redundant and Scoot has value, or maybe it's Ant or maybe it's Shaden. Um, I don't know, but let's get into that. Let's talk about the four guard lineup. No, yeah. not the four guard lineup. Let's talk about the four guard four rotation. Who, who the four guard just who do we think we move on from? Let's start with that. Yeah. And then I want to get into let's just talk about if Dame and Scoot can even like coexist on the floor together. Honestly, um, where where I stand right now, actually, before I was painting the like paint the picture. Obviously, Dame is tradable because like everyone wants him, and he would honestly be basically the easiest one to trade at this point. I would think because because it would it would come from an ask out where we have to trade him. Simons is obviously the one that everyone is like, you're gone because of the contract, and I think that's and his I guess his age because we haven't seen what he's or we have seen what he is almost basically. And then Sharp and Scoot are the shiny toy that everyone loves, and for good reason. But I will say, someone commented the other day, like, why is everyone wanting to, why did everyone want to trade Scoot when he's going to be a Hall of Fame point guard? I just, I just don't see how people can just say straight up, he is going to be the best point guard in the league no matter what. Because, again, I said this to West, and this might be a bad comparison, but I think it's pretty good because Zion Williamson, coming out of college, had zero injury issues. Nothing was saying he was going to be a so-called possible bust like he is now, which I still don't think he will be. And now, three years later, we don't even – there's Blazer fans that don't even want to trade for Zion because of 
his off the court issues or because of his injury issues, like there's no saying that Shaden in four years won't have this. And I'm knocking on wood, legit wood right now, because that's the last thing I want to happen. But I almost say like, you know what you have in Dame no matter what. You know he'll be really good for the next at least two years, three years, four years probably. You know mm-hmm. what you have in Anthony Simons. He has proven he can score 20 points per game as a starting guard in the NBA. Now he's not a great defender. You've seen 15 games of Sharp be an elite player, and you obviously haven't seen Scoot play at all. Now, obviously, nope. the potential is probably higher for the for the latter two, but it's probably just like more home run possibility with Scoot and Shaden. Yeah. Cody, do you want to say something before I go? Um, I was just going to say Simons, I feel like, is probably our biggest trading piece. Um, the contracts, obviously. The highest, and like Cole said, he's already proven himself. There's no risk involved. If a team's trading for Simons, they know what they're getting. They know what what how, what he's going to bring to the table to their team the next few years, assuming like big injuries don't happen. But when you do that to Scoot or Sharp, you know you're banking on it. You're going for the home run. You don't really know. There's risk involved. Sharp hasn't proved himself yet, even though he had a phenomenal end to last season. You can't judge someone off a three month span even a whole season span you can't like especially when your team's tanking and you, you just can't and like even sharp played great we got blown up blown up by the warriors by 50 that game and, and i think like, sharp knows that sharp knows that like he's got a like and he will i i have full faith he will be a great player next year but yeah and from like, blazers he, perspective they didn't win any games when he was great in blazers perspective yeah simon's i mean that salary match is perfect and Sharp, I feel like, okay, Sharp, like, sort of have proven himself. I don't want to contradict what I said, but, like, in a way, Sharp, we know Sharp's going to be, like, solid next season and that he's going to, how do I say it, exceed his contract exponentially and compared to, like, Simons, who can't get much better. I mean, sure, he can. Anyone can get better, but you know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Um, Just to piggyback off, actually, both of those are great points. What I would say is when you look at the four um, that – the front office has repeatedly said they're committed around Dame, so Dame's probably not going to get traded. Like in, in in a vacuum, who knows? We could be wrong. Um, yeah, I think with uh, Scoot, the interesting thing with Scoot is I was watching a video. Uh, it was him watching film with uh, Mike Schmidt, actually. Um, That's all I never watched it though. before Schmidt was um, with the Blazers, and he gave Scoot a comparison of Derrick Rose back when he was good, which is a great comparison back when Derrick Rose won MVP. But Derrick Rose, what happened to Derrick Rose? Unfortunately, he got injured. Unfortunately, you know, things happened. And then he also was like, you have some Ja Morant in your game. And what happened to Ja? He can't stay out of the law. Like, he's had trouble with the law. And by no means are we saying Scoot's And we're, like we're not saying Scoot's like that. We're just saying when you already have a guy who can do it on the floor, but also, you know, and again, knock on wood, Dame hopefully doesn't get injured. He's had his knocks before. But Dame's a model citizen. He's not going to get in trouble. He's not going to get suspended over stupid stuff. You know, I'm not saying Scoot will be, but those, there's just always a possibility with a young player. There's more variance. You know, I think Scoot's going to be a great player. You can put that on record right now. I'm not saying anything negative about him. You just, it's interesting when you're like, do we go with the proven commodity or do we go with the guy who we need things to go right in order for this team to be good? Exactly. Now, regarding Ant and Shaden in terms of trade chips, and Scoot could be a trade chip too. We don't know. I think, I think it's going to be Ant because Cody, you bring up a great point about uh, outplaying your contract. Uh, in terms of team building, Shaden checks every box over Ant because he's cheaper, he's younger, he you know you can potential or whatever and whatnot, but he's going to outplay his contract. He just is, and Ant is 
good salary match matching, you know, you know what you're getting in Ant. Ant is a top five three point shooter in the league when he's when he's on, and he's a microwave scorer. But I don't think I think Damon Ant are a little too much like Damon CJ. I think Sharp gives you a little bit of a different of a different angle on the floor because of his athleticism. Um, Mm-hmm. With all that being said, I do think it's Ant that gets dealt just because I think, I don't know, I just, and the hard thing is Sharp is probably um, the, I mean, not even probably, Sharp is the better prospect between the two. Like Sharp and Stewart prospect, prospect. Is Sharp the better player? No. So I think Ant could help a win-now team more, whereas Sharp would be going to like a what a Jordan Poole situation is in Washington right now. I think I haven't actually thought about that um, too much when it comes to at least the guards, but it would be really good team building wise if you have Sharp and Scoot playing like a like even if they're just like role player quality or like really good role player, if they're playing at that level, like not quite all star, but not average player on only a rookie contract, then you can spend your money in other ways. So I think like if Sharp plays like Ant next year and we trade Ant for, say, a good three, say, OG on an OB, then suddenly the roster is looking really good. The problem is, when it comes to Scoot, and we say this all the time, is just there's not a lot of minutes at the guard position right now. And I don't want res- to say that Sharp can play the three because, like, we said Norm can play the three. And Sharp, sure, is one inch taller than Norm, but has the same link arms. Who knows, could be a better defender, but that's all could. What we know right now is, as of this moment, Sharp is not a good defender. Um, nope. So I guess you could just do what the Warriors did, but that's different because Clay is taller. Um, but I don't even want to speak in hypoth. Like I think we need to just accept the fact that we're going to have three guards. I don't. Th- I think the chances of us of us trading two of the four is lower than ten percent. Yeah, but and trading one is higher than eighty percent because mm-hmm. I don't think that Portland. I could be wrong here because I think there are certain players such as maybe Joel Embiid becomes available, which, you know, that's like the cream, the top of the the mountain there. Players like that, I think Portland would give up an arm and a leg for, obviously. But I think for the, the like the Mikhail Bridges, the OGs, the Pascals, the Jalen Browns of the world, I don't think you're going to see two of our four guards included in the same deal. I don't think you're going to see that because I don't think teams are going to want back. You know, we have guards. We have, we have guards. We have great guards. We probably have the, if you took the best yep. four guards on every team, we have the best guard room in the league. But team building wise, yeah. it's, it's poor. It's poor. I can't. I can't really see a scenario where we trade for an all star and Simon's Simon's isn't involved. Like I feel I like hundred percent agree. If we're gonna get an all star, just because of how the salaries work, Simon's has to be involved. Um, a player that we like, obviously, this whole past two months we've been flying around trade rumors and specific teams but one that we haven't touched on a lot which i want to get into and it's one that dame said recently um is draymond green and that's really interesting because the warriors just traded for 38 year old cp3 which is very interesting i don't know how they would feel um giving up draymond green and in return from us they would probably be getting one of our guards obviously so just what do you guys think about that? Obviously, Dame is great friends with Draymond Green. Draymond Green is, I don't know how many all um, first-team defense, second-team defense years he has, but he's a great defender despite getting up there in age. Obviously, him paired with Curry and Thompson 
without KD, like one in 2015. So like pairing him next to Lillard in a way would be, you know, dangerous. It would and be especially with it would, else it would, we do. obviously our team probably wouldn't be as good as uh what that Warriors team was, but it would be interesting because we always talk about like what if Dame had Steph's teammates. Um here's where yeah. I where I stand on that. Like again, this is in a vacuum. Signing Draymond Green would not be good for team building because you would be giving him a three-year, four-year contract, and he would be making twenty-five to thirty million. And I don't. Maybe he he could be one of those guys that ages well because of his IQ and stuff. But for our scenario, if that means if Dame wants that and that means keeping Dame, then I do that. This would be like my dream scenario when it comes to Draymond. It would be you somehow use like Nurk, Nasir. And like a pick or something, even though we have no picks right now, somehow unlock the Bulls picks, which I swear we've been talking about. And some people swore we were actually going to do that. Um, that's another thing to talk about. But like not use Anthony and get Draymond because it would be a sign and trade. Because right now we don't, he's a free agent, but we don't have the cap space to just straight up sign him unless we let, even if we let Grant walk. Um, so we somehow use that. Then we use Ant and I threw out the team like Orlando. And you use Ant because they've been trying to get off some of their guards. Uh, you you trade for Wendell Carter Jr., uh, Jalen Suggs, or Gary Harris, and like get some, get that starting center that is similar to Nurk and some depth. So then suddenly you're going to next year with your starting lineup being Dame Sharp or Dame T, Dame Sharp, uh, Grant Draymond, Wendell Carter Jr. Then off the bench you got Scoot, Gary Harris, Matisse. You, you use your MLE, like 12 million to side, to side of four or five. And then good lineup from there. That's interesting. Now, how realistic is that? Probably not. But basically what I'm saying is I don't really think I would want to give up Ant for Draymond. And obviously the Warriors wouldn't want Ant. Right. It would have to be three team. Well, the the first thing I'll say regarding Ant and the Warriors is uh, I think we can put to bed the people do you think that Jordan Poole is better than Anthony Simons? Absolutely. That was a hot take last year. And boy, that wasn't hot. Boy, that, <laughs> that was, was a, not that hot. was a normal take. Normal take there. Um, yeah. But I don't think the Warriors are going to want, you know, I mean, right now it's Steph, Clay, C- CP3. They're not going to want Ant. So to your point, they're not going to take Ant back on a sign-and-trade. And, trade. and uh, how much are the Warriors really going to help us in a sign-and-trade? Like, why Like why would they help us? We've had a history with them with GP2. They've always kind of been a rival. I just don't see why another Western Conference team would get a fan favorite to a rival team to keep that star in that city. This does not make sense to me why Golden State would do that. Now, if Draymond is adamant to go play for Portland, I think Golden State has to honor that request. Um, but that would require Dame and the Blazers to put together an incredible pitch for a four-time champion. I do think that's not as wild, though, as people think, because I would assume the reason Draymond would want to go is because A, he really wants to play with Dame, and B, Portland would be offering more money than Golden State, which team building wise, again, probably would not be the best thing. But if Draymond's the best guy you can get, uh, you got to think you have to get him. Yeah. Um, well, and I think is Draymond, is Draymond worth the money he wants? That's up maybe for, for his first two years. That's up for debate. Um, but what he does bring is probably the best intangibles in the league, and probably the best defender we've had around. Damian and he Lord, um, he immediately yep. gives you some relevance. He gives you some championship DNA to a team. I, look, I would take him. I I don't care about the money at this point because look, we're either gonna we're gonna either have bad team building, but go for it with Dame for three years, and then just end up in the spot that we would if we just traded Dame now. 
So just give me three years of bad team building. Just give me a chance because let's let's think about it. We're talking about PG's bad team building. Siakam's bad bad team building because he doesn't want to sign here after his current deal's up. You know, um, uh, who else? Yeah, Dray- Draymond Green's bad team building. Everyone's bad team building. The only player who wouldn't be bad is Mikhail Bridges, and that's why the Nets asked for and like freaking a million dollars for him. Because no, right we now, have to take a risk. Right that's now, simple. let's be honest, our current roster is bad team building. So it's either do you want the bad team building right now, or do you want the bad team building with a better chance to win? So, and all of this, honestly, Joe's made a couple moves that are questionable. He's made some great moves as well, <laughs> guys. Stems back to Neil Olshay. Everything goes back to yeah. that man. Yeah, we I mean, have Sky, no picks man. we can trade right now because of that. Yeah, and just to my last point regarding team building, every team like look at the, are the Suns team building well right now? Like, if you would you bet the Suns to win the finals? Because I wouldn't. No, probably not. I wouldn't. They have the stars. They have no depth. Yeah, they have nice. awful defenders. They're going to get smoked on defense. But um, just random, um, a random update during the pod. You can get back to what you're doing. But if you're watching video. Yusuf Nurkic just tweeted out an hourglass emoji uh, 30 minutes ago. Maybe he's But he does down. that all the time. But yeah, I was about to say, counting out his days as a blazer. <laughs> um, <laughs> always got to throw in a Nurk. He blocked us on oh. Twitter. Yeah, I, don't, I, w- I wonder why. Because um, yeah, of this. <laughs> yeah, but literally the only... Most teams don't team build well. And the only teams that have team builded well are teams that have top five players in the league, like the Bucks or the Nuggets. And the Nuggets had good team building because they drafted a top three center of all time with the 41st pick during a Taco Bell commercial. If okay. Ryan Rupert mm-hmm. can turn into yeah, Ryan Rupert. Kevin Durant. And we we'll, all, talk, we'll or, talk about our rookies I'm, in a second. I'm, I'm saying the first name wrong. Um, and, hold on, Cody, do you have anything else about that in terms of the, the four guards? Um, and who do no, you think, think would be guys... who do you think is the most safe, like most likely to be on the Blazers? That's such a t- – I think it's sharp. I think it's sharp too. I think sharp is the most safe – I'll say Lillard's the second most safe. Scoot's the third most safe, and then Ant is the most. I think Ant is. Of... I think Ant is as good as gone, which stinks, man. We have a shirt that has Ant on it. It stinks, but like yeah. as Blazer fans, we got to remove the emotion from it, um, and get, go get better because, you know, we would do the same thing. Like, oh man, dude, just saw that Aminu signed with the Magic. Frick, like, no, we need to get, yeah. we need to get, we need to get him out of here. He Look, stinks. I mean. Anthony yeah. is just CJ's twin cousin. Like, but de- Devil's Advocate here. Devil's Advocate. Uh, last year, before the season started, we were excited because we were like, Anthony is so much different than CJ. He's more athletic. So, I don't know if we ever said. Well, that. I think we came I to that realization that that's just that's just straight up cap because they weren't as redundant. They weren't as different as we thought they were. They're well, the same height. They have the same offensive play style. No, they're they the don't. same player. They, they both can't not, defend anything. Back. They're not the same player. Anthony doesn't. It doesn't eat in the mid range. Um, Anthony's That's a true. three point sniper. Um, I'll say one sure, thing. His, his defense was a lot worse. I'll say one thing regarding the Dame, Dame thing here yeah, is sure the the tough truth about this all is: can your best player on a championship team be a six two guard who doesn't play much defense? Can, I mean, can it? Yes, it can. I think we'll it can. Okay, fine. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, and he had. And for those, pe- and and for for those people that are saying Steph's a great defender, and no, he's not. And for half, and for half his championships, he had three Hall of Famers. And I don't know if people saw this, okay. but go on Twitter and look up the list of who Dame has played with. You want to play the second most games with Damian Lillard? Take your guesses. Take your guesses. Marcus First is Aldridge. CJ. Second, no. C- 
CJ. Nerd. No. Nerd. No. Evan uh, Turner. Uh, Evan his, Turner. His uh his nickname's probably somewhere in this garage. Myers Leonard. Evan Turner. The Hammer. Et et et. Miles yeah, Turner. My- My- Miles Myers Myers Leonard. I thought you were gonna say et. No, never mind. Okay. Probably. Yeah, that's insane. That's that. That is crazy to think about. I mean, yes. So, yeah. The point is, is you have to have a pretty sick defensive roster around Dame. And I think Sharp gives you more of an opportunity to do that than Ant. I think you kind of have to roll with that. I mean, Sharp, in my opinion, Sharp's kind of the epitome of the two timelines because they're asking him to compete now, but they're also like, look at his future, his potential. Ant's, I think Ant, while he can get better, I think Ant is nearing his, I mean, what? He averaged like 24. Yeah. I mean, what? He's, I don't think he'll ever be a. He's not going to average like twenty eight. I mean, he could if he was like. I mean, Jordan Poole's I mean, going to average like thirty. It's just, it's just wild how much things have changed. Because in that hot take episode, one of the takes was, "Will Anthony Simons be Dame's best teammate of his career?" And talent was. We all maybe. we all agreed with it. But I think if Ant if Ant has stayed with Portland for three more years, and we had actually a good no. team, I think he could have been. No, he I think 24. he is, he he is a great teammate and just a great player. He probably is. The second best player Dame's played with, assuming we kept him for two more years and he got a little bit better. But it, like you said, it's all fit. It's all fit. No championship teams have this fit of their two best players being small. Literally none. Zero. All right, boys. So with all that being said, I'm going to ask you the Cole said the overarching question here was what is going on with the, going on with the Blazers? Yeah, now I'm going to ask that question. And we wrote this down. I want to get your opinion, Cody, your opinion, Cole. Y'all can hear my opinion. And please comment down below. Cody, do you believe in Joe Cronin? Yes or no? Yes, I do. Okay. Why? Do. You don't have to I go do. on a five. You don't have to go on a rant about it, but just some just summarize why. Because he's stuck to his word, and I think he did. Okay. What do you mean? Well, stuck to his word. The actions haven't followed it yet. Okay. We'll start with the first. <laughs> okay. Okay. No, hold on. No, I know hey, you're hey, saying. Wait, 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 wait. Hey, hey, I I know you're saying. You're saying he's continued he's to say continued he to, to say the thing. same thing. He's continued to say the same thing, and before you say, well, he hasn't done anything. First of all. Last year, I think what, like you said, he tried, even though it was a strike one because we ended up being a bad team. We got Jeremy Grant. That was the best, no, probably. I no, I agree. I agree. Move. It, just sucks. it just sucks that like we're so hey, used hey, to having brought... bad players that we have to resort to being happy that we tried, even though I guess that's just what we've been okay, saying. Okay. Well, we brought a player who was on his team alone on the Detroit Pistons, best player. We brought him to Portland. That was all him. That was all Joe Cronin. And then he tried, like I said, with the GP2. And GP2, unfortunately, he's a self-centered, you know what? And that's just unfortunate. Joe didn't know that. But he tried to bring in a legit guard defender that could have championship, mentality, whatever. Um, And then, yeah, other than that, whatever. We've had the trade deadline and the NBA draft. And I think, like I said, I'll judge him once this season starts. But yes, I still believe in him. But if nothing happens until if we go into the season with this roster or a roster similar to this, then no, I will no longer believe him. But at the moment, I have to believe him. I have no choice. Well, all right, Cole, what are you? Um, you can, you say no. I'm yeah, well, that's what I was going to say. Um, I'm going to say no. I don't believe in Joe Cronin. I don't believe in him to build a championship, a, 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 a chance at a championship around Dame. Do I believe in him that he is going to make the Blazers 
like good in the future. Sure. But that's because I think he's, I, I don't think he's going to make a significant win now move. We can argue what significant is. I hope I'm completely wrong. I would count OG Ananobi as a significant player, but I just don't think he, he can like, as it can be other GMs that it could be, it could be their fault. It could be Joe's fault, but he has yet to make a move that is like he is getting in his bag to make a move. And I can't count Jeremy Grant because Jeremy Grant practically forced his way to Portland with just he said he wanted to play in Portland. And that was a good move. But he has not made the move where like the other GM doesn't want to do it. But like Joe is just like, I, I don't even know how that works. But hey, he's about to in one week. And in hey, like three days, we're going to make I a video. I hope he does, but I don't believe he will. That's my thing. Um, yeah, well, in three, day, in three days, we're going to make a video and the title is going to be Jalen Brown is a blazer or something like that. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. And I will like apologize to Joe Cronin and like Yeah, that's good. Do, okay. Yeah. Yep. Um go hey. on your knees. Bag, bag. Good. Sorry. Bag. Um so, what do you think, Wes? Do you believe in him? Oh my gosh. I don't know. I'm on the fence about it. I'm gonna say yes. I believe in him. I think that um he if he, he was writing a book, he hasn't written the final chapter yet. I think we love these analogies. I love the analogy. What's man. the baseball analogy to this? The baseball analogy to this is, um, you know, we're down 3-0. We're getting no hit right now. My baseball. Baseball sucks. It's a hey, well. It's the only thing you can bet on my bookie right now, Cody. We're we're losing. We're losing. Oh, okay. I, we're losing in the bottom of the ninth inning right now. But Joe Cronin is coming up to bat, and he's 0 for three with three Ks, but he's got one more chance. And I think I'm. Hey, if he hits a bomb here, then you got to say one for four, and he has a good game. So I still believe in him because I think. Um, he has said over and over that he will, and I would like to think that he's not a scumbag piece of liar. Yeah, and if he if he doesn't do anything, like (laughs) I actually hope he gets fired, and here's why: because I don't I want pressure to be on our next GM, whoever is to be hired. Like I want him to be like, oh god, Joe Cronin just got fired because he didn't make any moves the last year and a half. But Cody, I better Cody, make some moves. Cody, in order for a GM to get fired, you need an owner who cares, and the Blazers don't have one. Dude, yeah, we're, we can, we're not getting into we're that. not getting into that. Um, just to wrap up my point, I think that Joe understands that four guards on this lineup does not work. So, Cody, Cody, I have a question: If the trade is Dame, is does that appease you, or or you don't believe in Joe if Dame's out of Portland and you want him fired? Um, well, I probably wouldn't fire him because, like, I'll give him a chance with the new team. But I mean, I wouldn't believe it. he just went against his word. This whole time he's been saying, "I'm gonna I go agree. around Dame." You can't just go against that. Like, I sure, believe he, in him. Yeah. I believe in him because I believe in the. I believe and I trust a man in his word, and I will give him until the season. Like you said, Cody, I believe he will make a move. I believe that a, a decently impact player, an impact player, uh, who um. Who Dame likes. It's better than what we have, who Dame is okay with at the three through five position will be on the Blazers come at the three through five position. At the three through Please. five position is very key. And don't give me a two who who could slot to the three. Don't, don't give me that. I need I need six, seven, and above, bona fide three, um, at least. Just just house of a player. And I think Joe will do it. And I think if he does, I don't think Joe wants to be the guy that ran Dame out of rain ran Dame out of Portland. Dude, Who Joe wants to be that guy? Joe is so much nicer than Neil Olshay. You have to think he's not a liar. And he's a six but. foot six unit. Just look at this. Like, guy. can Joe just go play small forward, please? <laughs> yeah, like put slot him at the three. How about? We're probably better if Joe and Chauncey go suit up. Honestly, um, 
Well, John C's a guy. Oh, Jody in the post as well. <laughs> Jody in the post. Jody in the post. Uh, <laughs> how about Jody just like, dude, oh my gosh, bro. Phil Knight as the owner would be something else. Um, Let's transition here off of uh, the remix. Some Yeah, let, let's, let's remix this podcast a little bit. And uh, <laughs> what, Jody Allen actually came up with the new Trailblazers G League name, the Rip City Remix. Cody, what do you think about the name and the logo? I think it's. I think it looks good. I think it looks fresh. Um, a lot of people, you know, when new logos come out, when new names come out for teams, people tend to not like it. Like that's just a general notion around social media. Everyone's like, "Oh, it's so bad. Oh, it's so bad." But this name is something that I think not only us but a lot of other people would actually say, "Okay, that's a good name. The logo looks fresh. It looks good. I think it. I don't think it looks as good as our." Like our main NBA Obviously. team logo, the Blazers. This is but, a dope logo. Yeah, but I think it's really cool. Yeah, yeah I think so it's the, like a record player. Yeah, I think it's like a vinyl thing. I think the yeah. logo's sick. I think the name's kind of kind of a little out there right now, but it might grow. It's a G League team. Yeah, it's Who's a G League watch? team. You want to know what the uh, Wizards G League team is named? What? The Capital City Go Go. <laughs> Could be worse, guys. The Capital City Go Go. That is depressing. But at the end of the day, I don't give two craps <laughs> about the G League. I just want to win a championship. I don't really care, but but cool, I guess. Cool. Wow. And summer League Summer League is also right around the corner. Are we going to go win another ring, guys? That's the only ring we can win. Probably, Fact. I mean, this is what Joe Cronin builds his legacy around, so that's a joke. Summer League rings. Yeah. Uh, it's just funny. Uh, Kendrick Perkins finally said something that I uh, agree with. He says, I'm challenging Chauncey Bobes and Damian Lillard to gather the troops and go there and do what the Kings and Heat did. Put the world on notice. He's basically saying, I want you to go with a team that's not as talented. Go make it happen. Or he's saying, do what the Kings did and go get a guy like Sabonis. Well, the, the Heat didn't do anything like yeah, that. Yeah, fine. But the I point is, like you, you you know your franchise is in a tough spot when people are telling you to go after and do what the Kings are doing. <laughs> so, um, anything else, guys? I think this pod was a little more... All right, let's, you want to talk about some free agent targets? Honestly, I wrote no, that down. But I don't have enough. We, I, I don't know if we're trading Dame. Like we're not getting a great oh, trade. Okay, actually, I'll say this for the people who want to trade Dame. Um, are you willing to watch this team win ten games for the next five years? Because yeah, Jeremy's not back. Because Jeremy's not coming back. Ant's not coming back. Shaden, maybe it's going to be Scoot, Rupert, Chris Murray, and a bunch of nobodies. And by the way. On the Chris Murray note, I think Chris Murray is going to be a is going to be a, a dog. I think he's going to like be a competitor our, from day one. I think our draft picks are great. I think our draft picks are great. Um, yeah, but look, if for the people who want to trade Dame, man, if you want that, we're going to stink. And a lot of Nurk's gone, Ant's gone, Jeremy's gone. It's like bare bones, and we're going to be like the Rockets. Do you really want to do that, or do you want to just go for it? Two to three years of like a chance. I think if if you told Dame. We're going to get you some veteran help. We're going to get you some guys that you want, and you're going to be the four seed in the playoffs. I think he takes that. And I take it too because we just saw an eight seed make the finals. And, and, we saw and, seven and, seed make the conference finals. Seeding, like, and, the NBA is wide open right now. And who doesn't want to see Rip City run down when the Blazers are in the playoffs? It hasn't happened yet. If the Blazers don't make the playoffs next year, this Got panel's it. gone. The, okay, that's an ultimatum right there. Um, Cody, so anything happy. else? Is that a crazy take? Cody, anything else before we sign off? Um... I don't think so. Nothing Blaze related unless you guys want to play a game or something. But. Uh, I would want to play a game, but this internet is going to go out. And, and I would want to play a game, but my computer is going to die. We will probably have some off-the-trail stuff when you come out here, though. Uh, you know, maybe discussing the uh, RBR trick, Olympics. Trick shots? Not trick shots. Um, 
Comment well, what you guys want to see. We'll all be together so we can. Yeah, some facts. Cool we'll be stuff. making some more TikTok content too, which which should be pretty good. Um, so you can follow our TikToks. Go follow that. Uh, that is all we have for this podcast. This is again, we could post the podcast in three days. I think we're gonna do probably more podcasts, less short and sweet videos, unless it's something super of, important. A lot but of things. Like I, I could have made a video on the day meeting. I could have made a video on the G League name. I could have made a video on free agency targets, but we might as well just talk about it all on a podcast. So I'll say you will be guaranteed a podcast next Wednesday, if not before that, probably before that, because free agency starts in about four days. So uh, thanks for watching, guys. Yep. See you on the next podcast. Peace.